At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. This episode is sponsored by photographycourse.net. Our 365 Days of Photography course is now live. This is an amazing opportunity for you to grow as a photographer. My teammate, Kevin LJ, has produced this course in a step-by-step format, which is very easy to follow. He presents it in bite-sized lessons, each with a practical challenge. You'll learn and practice a new aspect of photography every single day. If you've been wondering how you can improve your photography without having to commit time to long lessons, this is the course for you. We've designed each lesson to be around five minutes long, and you can spend as much time on the challenges as you like. There's also a friendly forum where you can share the photos you take and get constructive feedback from others on the course. Kevin's professional photography experience is extensive. He covers not only photography essentials, but also many genres of photography throughout the course. You will learn far more about photography than simply how to use your camera. For our listeners, we are offering a very special discounted price of $99 instead of the launch price, which is $149. The final price will soon be $365. So make sure to take advantage of this great deal today. Go to greatbigphotographyworld.com slash 365 to claim your discount. Hello everyone. My name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. In this episode, I talked to Cindy, also known as Spark of Edge, who is a talented photographer, piano player, marketing expert, and more. She's been taking photos for a while and using all of her unique skills to build a community of photographers. We talk about how she balances all of these things and keeps herself inspired at the same time. Please enjoy. Hey, Cindy. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Cindy. I'm a versatile artist. Uh, Some will say like a creativity queen, but I'm also like a for my photography, piano, and marketing skills. I currently work for a branch also like in the government of Canada as a communications officer. 
I'm from the national capital region of Canada in Ottawa Gatineau, and I live like in the French side. I'm a big fan of like purple, neon light, the 80s and retro video games. And like challenging myself through photography has been one of my biggest personal breakthrough as an artist and individual. And that's why like I'm so captivated by self-portrait photography and emotional iconic portraiture. I'm here for the story, our identity, our meaning and impact behind. And I've been so passionately sharing it around for 10 years. I'm also like the owner and CEO of a Spark of Edge, which I consider the home for artists to feel completely safe, supported, and well taken care of in their creative journey. I believe that greatest part and enchanting stories exist beyond your edge, which means when you're deeply curious about what you do and challenge your limits to reach the next level of your greatness. Because in a world of full uncertainty and fear, like I can help you lead with trust and I inspire our creative community to be our badass selfie. That is amazing. And you are such a bright ray of sunshine, as the listeners have probably already realized. I like your work because it's very uplifting. As you mentioned, you have this whole community. Is it called Spark of Edge, right? Yes. Okay, Spark of Edge. And I love the name. I love the meaning behind the name. I like that you are all about uplifting photographers, inspiring them every day, making sure that everybody feels safe and supported. I think that's very important in the community. And I look forward to talking more about that throughout our call. Awesome. So what camera equipment do you use? When it comes to camera equipment, we're talking about camera, lights, and props. My most used equipment includes my Nikon D500, which is the same camera as I started. I have my iPhone 11 Pro Max that I just recently had it, which helps a lot for quick selfies if we want on the go. And I have my Instax Mini 9 for fun Polaroids. Uh, for lenses, I use my 35 millimeter uh, focal lens 1.8 and 50 millimeter uh, focal lens 1.4, uh, depending on the situation and the way I want to convey my storytelling through photographs. And for lighting, I use my Limo Studio combined to my newer dimmable B color uh, with 660 LED. Uh, it's fun because I can use it for uh, warmer colors and colder ones. So depending on the type of photo, again, uh, it's very flexible to use. It's been amazing. Also, I've been actually uh, purchasing like this uh, LED like color light that changes in all colors. And it's been really amazing to do a moody portrait. So I would uh, suggest you to tr give it a try if you haven't. <laughs> Mm, yeah, no, I've never even thought of that. So just, uh, is it a light bulb that changes colors? Yes, it, it changes automatically. And it's fun because you can create like all kind of mood. And it's not super expensive. It's, mm. yeah. Mm, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. That's already a really good tip for any kind of photographers, I guess, especially uh, portrait photographers, I'd say, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So you can't control the kind of light that it changes to, or as you said, it's you, just automatic? You can actually control it. So you can have like regular lights, but you have the option to choose if you want, for example, blue, purple, pink, mm -hmm. depending on what type of photo you want to do. And you have also the option to uh, have it moving. So That's awesome. It's awesome that it has so many features and it's even better that it's affordable. And yeah, that's a great tip. Listeners, definitely keep that in mind if you want to experiment with cool colors. Definitely. 
Your Instagram account is all about sharing inspiration with other photographers. You post photos almost every day, which I can imagine is very difficult. How do you stay active on Instagram without draining yourself creatively? It's actually funny that you bring it up because others have been asking me the same. Uh, it all honestly, um, it is challenging to show yourself consistently every single day, but there's a way to feel refreshed and inspired every day from the small insignificant to the important giants of this world. So the biggest way for me to stay active uh, for, let's say, on Instagram uh, is to remind myself of my why. Why do I do this? What's my end vision? What's going to be the results of my action? And is it going to bring me closer to where I want to be? By acknowledging what I've learned yesterday, embracing who I try to become today, and getting inspired by the potential opportunities that tomorrow's might bring, and I've planted from today's effort, that's like the, the core point of communication, being able to firmly communicate what you need and be able to see it and get it. So the more you try and you do it, then... It becomes an activity. It becomes like to me, it's a, it's a therapy almost like I find peace in doing that because I enjoy the process so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Photography for me is also very much like therapy. It's just like this process of discovering yourself over and over again and also being able to share that with other people and being able to empathize with other people just by taking photos of whatever catches your eye in any given moment. So I do love that approach that you have. And I love that you ask yourself, you know, why, why am I doing this? Because that's very important. Because if you at any point ask yourself why and you don't really have an answer or you're not happy with the answer, then it's a good chance to start over. doesn't mean you have to give up necessarily. But yeah, I know a lot of people struggle with that a lot, especially on social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely agree. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. You also have a YouTube channel, a Discord, and a bunch of other websites where you interact with photographers. I think it's cool to focus on different platforms as it can keep things exciting for you and for your followers, of course. What inspired you to be active on so many different platforms? So my most active platform right now are Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and now Discord. I do have other accounts, like for example, DeviantArt, 500Pixel, Twitch, Flickr, and probably other platforms, but I'm not as active on there anymore. But what I like the most is getting to know the creative community, see how they interact. I like to see how artists express themselves and communicate their art. We all have like our own perspective and seeing how uh, they see it or seeing their process is really informative. And also like each platform has different purpose and intention and it's up to us to ask ourselves like, how is this artful platform is going to support and benefit me in my growth as a smart photographer and creative mind? Uh, everyone is different, but for me, it's really the community interaction and it's up to you to see how useful those platforms can evolve for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's all about the photographer's preferences and we all have unique preferences. Sometimes they match with other people's, sometimes they don't. And it's all about not really following the trends, I guess, even though that is helpful marketing wise, but mm -hmm. mostly prioritizing your comfort level when it comes to sharing your work. So as you said, each platform has different kinds of artists expressing themselves in different ways. Like on TikTok, there's just mainly video oriented just content on Instagram, it's it's posts and stories, and it's a little bit more uh, flexible, I guess, in that sense. So 
it's a good idea for especially beginners to just maybe try every platform that there is right now out there and and see what really speaks to them personally. Mm-hmm. And not forget to, um, because I, it's not good also to spread yourself too thin. So it's good to find your platform where you see there's more reaction, more, and where you find yourself more involved in. So like that, it's easier for you to shine through that platform. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but be open also that there's a other platform that you might not think about, but uh, they can de- definitely benefit you also. Yes. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, never spread yourself too thin. That's never a good idea. Just uh, I think it's it's quality over quantity, right? So sometimes just a couple of platforms can really help you get to the next level as a photographer. Mm-hmm. Your self-portraits are gorgeous. And as a fellow self-portrait photographer, I really admire your work. It's obvious that you're very open to leaving your comfort zone and experimenting with different techniques, as is obvious because you just mentioned the colorful light bulb and the way that you've been using colors in your work and the ideas you've been experimenting with. What advice would you give to someone who wants to improve their photography but doesn't know where to start? Okay, I have three advice that is going to blow your mind. (laughs) Okay, take me. So advice number one is just to start. Start somewhere. Enough second guessing. We, we think a lot, but we, we need to stop and just do it. The advice number two that I have is to throw out any like perfectionism, like thoughts and attitude, because you're going to mess up anyway. And that's okay. It's part of the process. My advice number three is just to have fun and enjoy the process. Life is really too short to get mad. So try to find your joy inside out try to spread your smile inside out and a bonus step that i would add uh, would be uh, just be a curious student of life learn as much as you can and dare to invest in yourself like be ready to pay for courses be ready to read books be ready to talk to strangers and be ready to like go out of your comfort zone because the greatest thing happens when you embrace it instead of fearing. So be ready to immerse yourself 100% to be able to understand what you're getting into because photography has so many different areas of expertise where you can go. But by exploring and immersing yourself completely into one area, you're able to become resourceful by yourself and you're able to expand as an artist so much more quickly Mm -hmm. Uh, also to throw it out there for anyone who needs to hear this people might judge you like for doing what you care but often that's because people are sometimes lost themselves like they haven't found their way out of success yet and they don't know really how to express it so absolutely don't let any negative comments offend you but instead take it as a sign of growth because they secretly admire you taking this massive action of trying new things and learning. And that's really a smart way to improve for your photography when you have the right mindset. When you feel good, you start seeing good and that's what you capture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's from the inside out perfectly, uh, as you said. And I really like all of the ideas you said. And I'm curious to know, do you get a lot of uh, negative comments since you mentioned that? Um, actually from my community, like 
not really because when you have a community like they usually support you uh, but I did have a, a lot in like people who see my photography and sometimes they judge it because not everybody understand what self-portrait really is and uh, they, a lot of people confuse selfies and self-portrait with selfishness and self-centeredness which is uh, something that I've been facing, a struggle that I've been facing. But I'm here to break those boundaries and shake people's up about that. <laughs> shake their perspective that self-portrait is more than just about you, but it's more of an art and it's more about a message and the meaning that you convey. Yeah, exactly. I think in this age, it's very strange. I, I get this sometimes as well where people are like, what you know it's, you take photos of yourself so much it's do you like yourself a lot and <laughs> I think it's it's strange for people to be saying this at a time like this where everyone's taking selfies and it's all about how you look and on Instagram especially with all these celebrities so it, it is funny when people mention that but I think mostly people understand and that's really uplifting and yeah have you experienced that like uh, that type of comments since you do a lot of self-portraits do I get comments like that? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that because I mainly focus on 500px and Flickr and those communities are just for photographers, right? So there are only, most of the users there are photographers. So when they look at my work, they don't really, I've never really gotten anything like that from photographers because I feel like most of us understand one another in that sense. Very but true. from people in my personal life, like new people that I've met who are not photographers, uh, there have been a few instances where I would share my links to my work and they would immediately get that prejudiced feeling and I'd see it in their face. <laughs> they'd look at me weird. And once they get to know me, they'd be like, oh, OK, yeah, you're not selfish, but I, I kind of thought you were at the beginning. And so that's kind of, a, yeah, it's strange when someone says that, but yeah. I think this is the type of conversation that people don't talk enough, but for me, it's that um, that thing that I want to challenge, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful that you want to challenge it. And I, I like that you express yourself in different ways. And I think self-portrait photography is an incredible way to experiment with your emotions and figure out how you feel in any given moment. And it's especially good during a time like this. Right now, there's a pandemic going on. And you probably can't really reach out to models nowadays because it's not safe. So you just have yourself or whoever you're living with. And oftentimes for me, it helps a ton to just have myself because I'm ready when I feel like I'm ready. I'm always here on time for my photo shoots because I'm just working with myself. So it's it's nothing but beneficial in that sense to, to take self-portraits. And I feel like it transcends any sort of selfishness. Uh, I absolutely agree. Like with this pandemic, like it's been like, the rays of self-portraits. A lot of people have been stuck at home and the one of the new creative ways to express yourself has been self-portraits. And that's why when uh, actually when the pandemic started, I was able to start a, a new project, which I call Isolation Creation. Mm -hmm. And from that, I had this objective to create a self-portrait series, like maybe every day, just to try to document my own isolation experience. And I've seen more attention about it. Like I've seen more interest about self-portraits since mm -hmm. uh, started. So, yeah. yeah. 
definitely yeah. see I definitely see a self portrait uh, growing and see like the same level as a let's say portraiture. Photographycourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses, articles, video tutorials, editing resources, and much more. We have a thriving community where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Morton. Hi, my name is Rob. I specialize in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code podcast to get 50% of your first year as a premium member. Our 365 Days of Photography course is the ultimate learning experience for new photographers and even those with some experience. This course, presented in bite-sized lessons, teaches you step-by-step the essentials of photography and beyond. Get your discount code by visiting greatbigphotographyworld.com slash 365. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I personally haven't seen uh, that big of a difference, but that's because I'm not actively involved in on platforms like Instagram, but you are. So it's yeah. lifting to know that that is a change that is happening. I mean, it's, I think it's it's therapeutic, as many people that I interview say, and as you have said yourself, and in my experience, that's been the case as well. And I don't think there's anything bad about it, but I do want to emphasize that people who maybe um, have never taken self-portraits or have nothing to do with photography, if they don't understand the genre, doesn't necessarily mean that we have to get offended immediately. And I'm just saying this because of my own past experience where I'd immediately get a little bit defensive and try to explain myself. I don't think that's the point. I think the point is to come from an, a place of understanding and understand that maybe, you know, maybe they're not specializing in this genre. Maybe they don't really understand where you're coming from. So it always helps to explain. Like oftentimes in my experience, when people didn't really understand initially, it helped to just say, you know, this is what I do. I do this for therapeutic reasons. I do this because it helps me express myself. And, you know, I personally love acting. So it helps me try out different characters. And oftentimes people understand. So yeah, just a little tip for anyone who gets offended whenever anyone doesn't understand their, their work. A good tip. Yes. Yeah. You recently made a YouTube video in which you act like you're talking to your younger self about taking self-portraits and photos in general. It's very sweet and charming. I'll link to it in the show notes, but I'd love to know if you could summarize the video and maybe mention one of the things you wish your younger self knew about photography. Yeah, uh, I'm happy that you brought it up. (laughs) So all you have to know about this video is that if you're a beginner photographer looking for quick hacks on how to make your photos, make most of your photos inside uh, 10 years of growth, and so you don't have to go through my learning curve pain, uh, well, these are uh, probably the most important crucial tips of photography. So I definitely invite you to check out that video. It was not in the video, but I wish I was told uh, sooner about like successful photographers. So like, you know, when you start photography, you you see photographs that you like and you're like, oh, I wish I could get there. And then you, you start imagining like what a successful photographer would mean. And often we think uh, 
successful photographers are often the ones who make the most uh, big projects. Like they work with the big agencies, they work with the big names, but really it, they come in so many forms. I remember having like so many debates with myself, trying to like fit in, to try to be the best in the industry, but just to realize that photographers are not always there to uh, support and acknowledge you. Like everyone's objective and goals are different. But if you're able to create work for Disney or Selena Gomez, I mean, it, it's really badass. Like, it's really amazing. But it, just keep in mind, it's not everything. Like, there's so much more specialities yet to be discovered and yet to develop. And that's why, by the way, like, owning your uh, a high-end camera isn't necessarily going to make you the cut as an outstanding a photographer or just making outstanding photography you have to start some the best tool is the one that you own so if you don't have the resource that you wish yet you have to think outside of the box we're creatives for a reason and it all comes down to the way you perceive you feel and experience that event you're in and you're expressing your magic through that frame mm -hmm. I love that. I love that answer. I think it's wonderful. And I encourage everybody to watch that video as well, because it's it's not just funny and sweet, but it's also very informative. And I think it's very helpful and encouraging, especially for beginners who don't really know where to start or they feel like their future is uncertain because that's scary. I remember that being super scary and especially now it's scary. But when I was a beginner and I'm sure you can relate, I'm sure the listeners can relate as well. It's you're like I have this huge, long path ahead of me and I don't know where I'm going to be in a few years and I'm scared. So it helps to know that other photographers have had the same journey and are still going through the same sort of struggles, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, if we can unite each other to, to silence that fear and just support each other uh, through that experience, it's very enjoyable uh, when we're able to do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It is definitely very enjoyable. You're also a very skilled piano player and you have a background in marketing. How has having different interests helped you as a photographer? So being a versatile performance artist enabled me to appreciate on the way we use our senses as a human being. It enabled me to appreciate and refine the way I approach my subjects. Even if the medium seems very distinguished and solo from their own, uh, the concepts we learn in each area are very similar. Being able to draw a line between music, design, and communication allowed me to be more precise in the way I express my ideas. It allowed me to understand the artistic culture, the trends of thoughts, and social group interactions. I understand the conversation that happens behind the scene, and it brought me a competitive advantage than the rest of photographers because I'm able to understand deeply the relationship between those ideas, those concepts, and stories. And I use this as a tool to convey my message more powerfully to people. So, for example, having went through the Conservatory of Music and Piano, well, you have no choice but to develop a discipline in your practice. Photography is the same. The more you take your camera out and shoot and edit, the more trust you develop with your instruments. You're going to have highs and lows in both. 
in terms of sounds versus in terms of light. Marketing is definitely brought as thin in my artistic journey. I see it as a heart of our art. If we can't communicate our art, we've wasted our time. I, uh, our photography deserves to be seen by the world. You never know, you might save a life by inspiring someone who needs you, who needs to see your art, who needs to hear you. Yeah. I really like that. I love what you mentioned about the senses that we we as humans have. And it's amazing that we have all these different ways to express ourselves and that we can use our various interests to create this wholesome experience for ourselves and for other people. And I love that you mentioned also that when you play piano, you have to be self-disciplined. When you take photos, you have to be self-disciplined. I've had the same experience as well with, you know, guitar playing, piano playing and photography. It doesn't work without self-discipline, really. And that's that's a hard lesson to learn sometimes because it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's annoying sometimes because you're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't feel like doing it today. But, you know, there's a fine line between forcing yourself to do something because you are truly exhausted and you need to rest and just you feeling lazy. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's yeah. all understanding where yeah. you are, um, which okay. side of the line you're on. Yeah, you have to... Uh, like for example, piano, like I needed to set up a time frame to practice. So for example, practicing two hours a day is like my commitment to grow as a pianist. But it's the same with photography. I know if I put the same amount of time to photography every single day, you have no choice but to improve. You're going to improve. If you focus on what you're doing good and what you're doing bad, then and you're able to self-assess yourself through that process, it's inevitable that you're going to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you, it's, it's completely unavoidable. I mean, it's, it's going to happen whether you um, expect it or not, because sometimes we feel like we don't really see progress until we look at our old work. And if you start a major project like the 365 project, or if you just work on something uh, for a long period of time, like, for example, the 52-week project, which is taking photos, um, mm-hmm one photo every week for a year if the listeners don't know but it's it's helpful very very helpful to start projects and it's so encouraging to look back and see yourself a few weeks ago for example or even a few months ago and just see oh okay I wasn't really good at this or at that uh, I think it's very encouraging so yeah it's uh it's also very good uh advice to to be self-disciplined and to have different interests as many as possible without stressing yourself out of course definitely and I had my real like um self-assessment like that my first like real project uh was actually intended to be a 365 but I quite failed uh it it was uh, like a few years ago it was around like 2017 and I started the 90 days uh, self-portrait challenge which I posted every single day but yeah, that was a project to help me because I had like some feelings of depression at the time, like a few years back. And actually self-portrait was my way to break through the pattern and find consistency with myself and mm-hmm. just find a way that I see my day because that's how I, I discovered that every day matters and you can learn every day and you can find progress every day. And after that 90 days, I was like, wow, I can't even recognize that lifestyle I used to uh, have and all those uh, patterns, those negativity patterns, like they were all like 
almost erased because I've been taking action. And so it just proves that consistency matters, but it works, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I like that you mentioned mental health and it's very important to have that consistency in your life, especially if you have been going through a rough period in your life for whatever reason. We all have those moments. We all have months, you know, bad seasons in our lives. And photography can really, really help with that, especially if you give yourself the chance to open up in front of the camera and if you give yourself the chance to be consistent. And as Cindy mentioned, for anyone who might be struggling right now, it's really helpful to have that consistency, that self-discipline. I think the first few days are probably the most difficult, right? When you start. Yeah, because you're like, well, you're actually very motivated. You're motivated of this new hope. But uh, once you're doing the first three days, then after it's like your whole habits that kick in. So like, then it's you fighting against it. Yeah. <laughs> it mm-hmm. It's hard to find just a little... 10 minutes for yourself but it's so worth it to take the time and just like just ask yourself like how is today really going am I happy with where I am can I do something better to to see some progress you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's super important yeah I think it's um, yeah like what you mentioned that's true I mean the first few days of anything are super exciting and yeah you're motivated you have that hope and then once you get to that rough patch where you're like, ah, can't be bothered today. <laughs> Maybe I won't do anything today. That's when things get a little bit more difficult. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's all about consistency and, and failing and trying again and failing and trying again. And, then, and it's okay to fail. It's okay to mess up. It's, it's okay to skip a day or two or a week. It's okay. But as long as you're able to come back and because it's something that you have defined as important and your priority. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Cindy, my last question for you is, what is the one thing you'd like to achieve in this great big photography world? In one word, I would say self-power. So why? Because first, if selfies became a powerful self-awareness tool driving meaningful conversation to leverage our lifestyle instead of like um, mocking how selfish or self-centered we are because people some just some people can't resist seeing you at the surface level, our world would shift from pain to transformation. And two, um, well, my dream is to celebrate also uh, creators globally through uh, iconic portraiture to get their story and creative process out. So it becomes more accessible and flexible to choose when you're the one starting. Like if you have all this resource, uh, I mean, it would simplify so many things. Uh, we are born creators and we are bro- born for greatness. We're born for expressing ourselves and appreciating what uh, this world has to bring us. And if we're able to express our best version of ourselves, then who knows what kind of opportunities you might achieve, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. It's uh, it's all about potential and being able to see that within yourself and um, being able to believe that you will be able to reach that potential and inspire other people in the process. I love your answer. Yeah. <laughs> Cindy, it was so nice to have you on the podcast. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me and to share your very helpful advice with the listeners. I'm very happy that you have this community that 
just gives you the chance to share your story with people and encourage them on a day-to-day basis. I think there should be more people like you. So thank you for everything you do for the photography community. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me and inviting me to uh, this interview. It's really meaningful to me too. Likewise. Okay, Cindy. Well, I will share all the links to your work in the description. Please give Cindy a lot of love and be inspired by her daily photographs. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Cindy is such a positive and pleasant person to talk to. I hope that her drive and self-discipline inspire you to prioritize your creative needs and do what feels right to you. See you next week. There's a simple reason why photographycourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, claim your special discount code by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.